Hey y'all, it's Amber P from Golden Bloom Studios, and you're listening to Just Keep Blooming, your new go-to podcast for all things small business and branding. y'all so today we are going to discuss getting in where you fit in aka finding your niche for those of you who can see i have my lovely lovely notes here to keep us on track and to make sure we discuss everything i need to discuss because i have a lot of good information to share with you guys so yeah for the second time we're just going to dive right on in so what is a niche you might have heard somebody Talk about this in passing before. You might have like a general understanding of what it is. You might not know what it is at all. You might have heard somebody call it a niche, a Nike child. I heard it all. That is not the correct pronunciation. It is niche. Say it with me. Niche. Okay. So what is a niche? A niche is a specific market segment within a broader target market that has its own unique demographics, behaviors, interests, wants, and needs. So to add like a visual element to this, um, let's just picture you on the stage of an auditorium and there's an audience of people out there, but you only want to talk to a specific group of people in this audience. So there are women and men of all ages out in this audience, but you only want to talk to women. So all the men are filtered out. And then say you only want to talk to women in their 20s. So women, girls who are not in their 20s, they are also filtered, filtered out. Um, and then let's say you only want to talk to women in their 20s who are wearing blue shirts. So all the women who are in their 20s and not wearing blue shirts are filtered out. That would be similar to a niche. It's just basically a specific group of people within a larger group of people. All right. So what does it mean to find your niche as a business or brand? As a brand, finding your niche in an industry means identifying a specific market segment and developing a unique value proposition to target that segment. So essentially just figuring out who you want to serve and then catering your products and services to that particular type of person. All right. So why is finding a niche important? Why do we make or why did I make an entire episode about this? Um, and why do you, why should you care? Okay. Uh, basically five main reasons that I came up with as to why you should care about finding a niche. All right. One, finding a niche makes it easier to reach and engage your target audience through marketing. And that's because you know exactly who you want to serve. So you know where to find them. So instead of just like throwing out your fishing line and hoping you get the fish that you want or hoping somebody snaps or one of the, the, the fish bite or whatever, you know specifically where to go in the lake to find the type of fish that you're looking for and you know where they be biting it. Um, next, finding a niche makes it possible to differentiate yourself from the competition and offer unique value to your customers. So let's say you're in a particular industry and in this industry, the, all the major players are serving a broader market of people. And it might be more cost effective for them to do that because they might have the budget to do it. But as a small business, you want to get real specific in who you're talking to and who you're reaching out to. And if you have a niche, those bigger companies might be missing a certain market segment that you could serve. 
Um, they might not have the time and resources to really dig into like each different type of individual who buys their product or service. But since you're a small business, you can kind of cater to those whatever group of people that you choose as your niche um, a bit more than they can. Hence, giving you a competitive advantage over your competitors because you're serving somebody who they might not really be given a second thought to. So, yeah. Uh, next cost effectiveness. So through finding a niche, you can optimize your resources, such as your marketing budget to reach your desired audience. The broader the audience that you're trying to reach or that you are reaching. So like think like a Super Bowl ad or something like that or a billboard or something like that. The more expensive the marketing efforts. And it's not really all that efficient in the long run, because even though you might be reaching more people out of, let's say, a million people. Maybe you get 10,000 to actually go forward and purchase your product. And so you spend all this money trying to reach all these different people just to receive however much money that 10,000. I think I said 10,000. However much money that 10,000 spends on your products. So, yeah, as opposed to if you know who you're talking to and you know where to, to reach them and how to reach them and what to say to them to get them to buy, you might get more people or a higher percentage of people to actually go through and purchase the product without having to spend so much money. All right. Um, finding a niche is important because it allows you to tap into a specific area of demand that may be underserved by your competitors, thereby creating opportunities for growth and expansion. So I kind of mentioned this in the competitive advantage uh, subsection um, of why finding a niche is important. But like I said, there, if, if you're in an industry where like the leaders are serving a broader market and you can serve a more specific segment of the market. Um, you can kind of tinker your company and your products and your services to specifically serve those kind of people. Just kind of grow that market because you might think of like, because of what their different wants and needs and stuff are, you might think of new products or a new way to um, engage them as customers or whatever. So you might think of something that somebody who's serving more people may not ever think of or, it may, you know. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You get a better understanding of your customer base when you have a niche. Um, you gain a deeper understanding of their needs and preferences, which can help you create products and services that better meet their needs. That's basically what I just said in the last The last point, um, because you know who you're looking for, you're better able to study them, um, keep track of them in the sense of like, you know, people are dynamic beings. So what they find cool or what they like one day might not be the same the next day or three years from now or whatever. So you're kind of able to just like keep a more personalized relationship or a more consistent relationship when you're talking to a smaller group of people as opposed to just like. A whole lot of folks at one time. Uh, quality over quantity. But yeah. And this is how you create a cult following. Finding a niche is how you create a cult following. Because if you can find a niche and you can get really good at serving that particular niche, then those people are less likely to go anywhere else because you're the only person that's serving them, their wants, their needs, their desires. And... There's nobody else out there that's doing it. So they're kind of stuck with you. (laughs) I mean, I don't mean for it to sound like 
like a drag or anything, but it's not supposed to be. But, you know, you can form more close knit relationships with those people and they'll be more likely to be loyal and consistent customers. All right. Next, next, next. All right. So how to find your niche? I have outlined several. Well, not several. Well, several, but seven is what I meant to say. (laughs) I've outlined seven different steps um, to help you find your niche. So step number one, research your industry. Start by gathering information on the industry as a whole, including its size, growth rate, and major players. You can also research specific market segments to narrow down your focus. Look for trends, challenges, and opportunities within the industry. Uh, Number two, we have identify your strengths. Think about what you do well and what you're passionate about and consider how those strengths can be applied to a specific market. So number three, look for problems that need solving. Identify unmet needs or pain points that your potential customers may have and see if you can offer a solution. Four, analyze your competition. See who your competitors are and what they are offering and identify areas where you can differentiate yourself. So identify who isn't being served properly and serve those people. Simple as that. Okay, number five, talk to potential customers. Conduct market research and talk to current and potential customers to get a better understanding of their needs and wants. If you have the resources, if you have the budget, You can also conduct surveys, interviews, focus groups with industry experts. And that's only if you want like a very deep dive into the process to gain more insight and info. And like I said, that that's expensive. So only do that if you have the budget or if you can find a more cost effective way to do it. Do it that way. Um, Number six, step six, evaluate the profitability, because at the end of the day, having a business, running a business is about making a profit. That's how you grow. That's how you expand. Um, that's really what this is. This is all about. Now, what you do with that profit is a different thing or what you do to get that profit is a whole different thing, a whole different subject. And we'll talk about that one day, business ethics and that kind of thing, brand ethics, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. And the last step is to test the market. So once you've identified a niche, test it with a small offering or pilot and see how it performs. So basically, like, let's say you're a makeup brand and you're kind of like, you kind of went out just saying, okay, I'm going to serve women ages 18 to 34. That's like, that seems to be like my favorite target, <laughs> target market in my examples. But like, let's say you're trying to, you just started out saying, okay, I'm going to serve women ages 18 to 34, but you're kind of having trouble like resonating with them through your marketing or your branding or whatever, like you're not getting a lot of good feedback. So you say, I want to niche down. So who can I serve? So like, let's say you're into anime. So you start thinking, okay, well, what if there's like a lot of women in this age group that are into anime or just enough women in this age group that are also into anime? So you test the market by creating a eyeshadow palette that is anime themed and somebody's done this. Um, and that's why I'm using it as an example, because it was the first thing that popped into my mind. But so let's say you create this anime thing, the palette, and you put it up for sale and you market it as like this anime thing. 
um, eyeshadow palette and I don't know any animes, child. My brother loves anime. I'm not so much into it, but somebody out there is into it and you understand what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if Sailor Moon is considered anime, but if it is, let's say it's a Sailor Moon palette. I know ColourPop has done this, but whatever. Anyways, let's say it's that and you advertise it as that. You get some kind of contract with the people who made Sailor Moon and you advertise this Sailor Moon palette and you're just like, yes, go buy this Sailor Moon palette and you put in all this like cool anime stuff that people who like anime that can relate to it and blah, 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 blah. Um, and you put it out there and let's say it performs well. So you go, oh, snap, people really like anime. These women really like anime. Who would have thought it? And so now you go, okay, this is my niche. I'm going to serve women who like anime with my makeup, who like anime and makeup, <laughs> basically. Now you have found your niche and it has tested well. So this is what you start to cater your business to, creating anime themed products. Um, and on the other hand, if you get results, if you don't get the results that you desire, then you have to refine your approach or find a new niche. And what I mean by refining your approach is maybe your marketing didn't go, um, didn't go so well, and maybe you didn't do all that you could have done with your marketing. So you might want to try a different approach next time and then see if that sticks. Uh, you don't necessarily have to change the product, just change the marketing for the product or for the service. All right. So examples so i have six different examples of niches in six different industries because we want to try to hit everything um to kind of round out this understanding of what a niche is so one in the beauty industry a niche could be organic and natural skincare products for sensitive skin so all of your products would surround since people with sensitive skin or you would keep these people in mind when making your products and all of your ingredients would be organic and natural. Um, in the food industry, a niche could be gluten-free and vegan bakery products. So people who like sweets, clearly, but who are also very health conscious or maybe they have to eat a, a gluten-free diet or they don't eat animal products. In the fitness industry, a niche could be high-intensity interval training, hit. Um, workout classes for seniors. So seniors who want to get active or seniors who have been active for a while and looking to change up that workout plan. That's a niche. In the pet industry, a niche could be luxury grooming services for cats. A lot of groomers tend to do cats and dogs. Um, and it's just like basic grooming or it might be more extensive grooming. But this particular grooming service is for people who really love their cats and are willing to spend money on them. And yeah. Uh, in the hotel industry, a niche could be eco-friendly and sustainable luxury resorts for nature lovers. So people who drive Teslas and are all about going green and all that good stuff, but they enjoy the luxury experience. They make a pretty penny because obviously you make a pretty penny if you're driving a, 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 a Tesla, honey, um, and going to luxury resorts. So that's a niche. Uh, and in the fashion industry, a niche could be handmade leather shoes for men. That is very particular. With all the fashion that is out there, baby, that is very, very particular. And some men are really into their their leather shoes. Typically, it's probably um, men who, either, I mean, I guess you can go a few different places with that. But I would say like maybe it's businessmen who enjoy like the craftiness of fine shoes and they really care about shoes and what they look like and the quality of the shoe and all that kind of stuff and they typically make a good amount of money that's who your niche 
that's who your your target segment would be. And these handmade leather shoes for those men would be your niche. All right. So to conclude this episode, let's just review everything that we've gone over thus far. So finding a niche is an important step for any small business owner who wants to be successful. It allows you to identify a specific underserved market segment and then tailor your products or services to meet the unique needs of that group. This process is important because it allows your brand to set itself apart from the competition, attract a loyal customer base and increase your overall chances of success in the long run. Over the course of time, deciding to niche down can help you become more profitable and grow your business more effectively. And honestly, niching down is very, very important when you're a small business engaging in an industry where there are between other small businesses and a handful of giant corporations who are running that industry. So, yeah. Uh, Remember that finding a niche, just like anything else in business, is not a one-time task. It's an ongoing process that requires continuous research and analysis. You may need to pivot or adjust as the market or customer needs change. So... There's not a one and done type of thing. You need constant reassessment, just like with your branding overall, you need constant reassessment to make sure everything is still working. You need a way to measure, um, measure the success, like in tangible terms. Uh, And we'll talk about that one day in a future episode. But um, speaking of future episodes, our next episode, episode three, will be about how to thrive in an oversaturated market or industry. So if you're a brand new skincare brand, if you are a makeup brand, fashion, uh, food or something like that, just think of industries that have like a lot of different businesses and brands in them. You're going to want to listen in um, because baby, you need to know how to not just survive, but thrive. Okay. So that wraps it up for this episode. Thanks for joining me. It's been fun (laughs) to say the very least. Um, at least fun for me, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any suggestions for topics, please DM me, shoot me an email, drop it down in the comments, but that's it for episode two guys. So it's been a pleasure. See you next time.